Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous uh, Wednesday morning. I had to think of what day it was there for a second, uh, but I hope everybody's doing well and uh, you woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day running. Uh, I do covet your prayers this morning. I'm having a lot of uh, uh, health issues going on, and uh, so keep me in your prayers. I'm always something always going on with me. I tell you what, if I if I could stay healthy for a while, I I don't know what I would do. But hey. This, uh, this testing of our faith, these trials that we have to deal with is just, it's temporary. You know, that's one good thing you have to look at. It's, it's only temporary. But, uh, one day I'll be in heaven and, uh, we'll be perfect and I won't have to worry about no more sickness. So, uh, but definitely keep me in prayers. Of course, we need to pray for, um, the families in Nashville. That's a terrible situation. Uh, down there with the, uh, they said, I forgot how many people are, like, was it 70? Well, how many was it? I can't remember now. Mine went blank of, of people who are uh, missing or unaccounted for or perished and uh, sad, sad situation. So uh, need to definitely keep them in, in our prayers. But, um, but I hope everybody does have a good day and a blessed day. And so let's go ahead and dive into God's word this morning quickly, if we may. And uh, it's James chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. So if you have your Bibles handy, be sure and to look those up and uh, follow along. If you and, uh, So here we go. It says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. As my old Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. And, um, you know, look at this, this passage here. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God, to be humble before God. All right, that's one thing we're going to have to do is, is, is put, have some humility and uh, realize, you know, I think uh, some people do and some people don't. And what I'm talking about is uh, how, how big of a sinner they are. I think some people think, well, uh, you know, they have a certain amount of arrogance on, on their spiritual high horse and think that they're, well, I'm glad we're not like these people over here. I'm glad we're not like these people over there, you know. And, I mean, we, we got to, you know, that, that's just a haughty spirit. You just need to put that away and realize, man, we're all sinners. We all mess up. There's none righteous, no one, every one of us screw up. And uh, we all have to be humble before God. And that's something that we have to do is, uh, uh, you know, it's it's one thing to stand against a sinful action that is completely contrary to the word of God. That's something that is needed and we have to do, but we need to do it with all humility, grace, speaking that truth and love so that um, uh, we can draw people towards Christ Jesus. And uh, I think some people, they have the opposite effect uh, when it comes to a haughty spirit of uh well, you know, looking down their nose at other Christians because we dare to call out something as sinful. And they say, well, I was told not to judge. You know, those people, I just like to just, you know, but I have to digress. And uh, so we just want to have to remember to, to humble ourselves. And it says here, resist the devil and he will flee from you. You know, we are, uh, the devil gets a little discombobulated uh, because uh, he gets confused. He gets uh, upset because we, through the power of Jesus Christ, can resist him and we can call him out for his lies and the traps and the stairs he has before us. And we can only do that by having that close relationship with Jesus Christ. And uh, by doing that, we have to stay in the word daily, memorizing scripture, spending time in prayer. And uh, if we can do those things and when the devil attacks and we resist and we quote scripture, he's going to tuck tail and run. He don't, uh, it's not something he likes at all. It's like turning on a, a light uh, in, in a dark room and, you know, heaven forbid you're infested with 
bugs and roaches of some kind, but it's safe use to turn that on. And uh, using an old dilapidated home, and, and uh, as soon as you're trying to light on them, bugs are going to scatter. They don't like the light. Well, likewise, the old devil, he don't like the light. He don't, doesn't like Jesus Christ. He doesn't like what he stands for. And uh, when you are able to resist, he's going to flee, but it only comes through submitting and humbling yourself for Christ Jesus, spending that time uh, and with Christ daily. You know, it's amazing when you have a hobby, when you have something that you enjoy, whether it's reading, watching television, vacation, whatever. If it's something you're really interested in, you make the time to learn more about that. You take the time to understand it better uh, because it, it brings you joy. Well, likewise, we need to do that with God's Word, that we should uh, have great joy in reading God's Word, great joy in how we make it applicable to our lives, great joy in our spiritual walk and journey to continually grow. And so, you know, uh, you know, I'm a sci-fi geek and a, and a, and a sci-fi junkie, and I know I'm a nerd, but hey, I admit it. For admission, is the first uh, step to recovery. But uh, you know, I before I went in the ministry, I could tell you everything in the world about these different uh, superheroes and and movies and stuff, and and uh, because I was interested in it, I'd read on it all the time. Well, now that I uh, I've really given myself to Jesus Christ. I can't get enough of God's word. I want to read more, not because I've been called to, to the pastorate. It's uh, is the fact that I just love Christ and I want more of him. I want to learn more of him. That's not fantasy, uh, not um, uh, fiction. I, mean, I want to know the truth and the reality of what God has to offer. I'm interested in it. I want to learn more. I mean, it's nothing wrong with reading comics or watching movies. I'm not saying that, but I mean, you know, just uh, wherever your interest is, that's why I want you to reevaluate uh, maybe where you're at in your spiritual journey. Are you excited about reading God's Word? Are you excited about going to church? Or what, you know, uh, if you're not excited about those things, maybe you need to bring that before God to pray about that. But remember, only through God's strength alone, only through His power, can we have the ability to resist the devil. And when we do that, He's going to flee. Now, draw nigh to God. Here we see in verse 8 draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Now, uh, it's not that uh, uh, we, you know, the only way we can get close to God is if we make the, the huge effort. And, you know, God called us. He, he made the first step by sending his only son to, to die on the cross for our sins. He's sending his only son to save us from a very real hell. He made that first step. You know, I kind of think of it uh, uh, in dating, if you will. You make the first step. Then it's up to the other person to reciprocate uh, and accept that date or that conversation or that phone call or whatever it may be or texting, you know. Uh, but uh, that's just it. God made that first step, then it's up to us to develop and work on that relationship between us and Jesus Christ. And when we can draw close to God, he's going to draw close to us and develop and build on that relationship. Now, I think it's very interesting. It says, cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Now, here we are. People are tore all to pieces about this coronavirus or the Wuhan flu, whatever we want to call it. And uh, it, uh, the media obviously has hopped this up. In fact, I was at the doctor's office yesterday, and he was talking about how the flu has killed far greater number of individuals than the coronavirus ever has. But one thing that they, uh, one major thing uh, in regards to guarding yourself against flu or sickness is hand washing. You know, you, uh, there, the fact there was a, um, someone had like, look like a, um, I guess it was a uh, black light over someone's hand, and it showed their hands uh, before they washed them. Uh, and then it showed, uh, when it showed like, um, I guess all the bacteria, whatever's on your hands. And then it showed, 
how however how many seconds you're washing your hands how that uh, would decrease about 30 seconds it's almost all but but gone and so that they're encouraging uh, hand washing uh, which I don't understand why people aren't doing this anyway but even before the coronavirus that's one thing that doctors physicians and nurses alike would always tell you to guard against flu and other sicknesses is constant hand washing and uh, this so it's very applicable that we see this this morning cleanse your hands ye sinners all right so we need to, in order for us to be absolved of our sins, in order for us to, to cleanse this dirty mind, this dirty heart, is giving our lives to Jesus Christ. And then he'll make that heart as white as snow. He will cleanse your, your, your hands, your heart, your mind uh, and being. And so as uh, those who don't know Jesus Christ, they are dead in their trespasses and sins. And those of us who are given our lives to Jesus Christ, we have nailed all those past, present, and future sins to the cross. And we have been cleansed of all unrighteousness. Not to say that on this side of heaven we're going to be perfect. Quite the contrary. We're going to be just as uh, imperfect. But we have a purpose. We have a reason for living, a reason for trying. And, and we have the ability to hate what we loved. And now we, we, we love what we used to hate because we've given our lives to Jesus Christ. And only he can cleanse us of our sins. Only Jesus Christ alone. Good living won't get you there. Being a benevolent person won't get you there. Any other religion, cult, none of that's going to get you there. But through Christ alone, only he has the ability to cleanse us of our sins. And it says, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. And what that's talking about is um, those who uh, talk out of both sides of their mouth. They, they, they make profession uh, with their mouths that they are uh, Christians, that they are saved. But yet their, their actions speak the contrary. That's what it talks about. She's double-minded. And there's a lot of people out there. In fact, I, I uh, somebody posted on uh, social media, I think it was Sunday, uh, and uh, there was a lot of truth in what they said. So I went to church now. Now I can act like a backside uh, to the waitress or waiter at the restaurant. And that's sad but true. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is that um, I have, uh, as a waiter, I've experienced down south, the church crowd comes in. They're in their suits and dresses, and uh, uh, they treat you like a piece of crap. And uh, and so I've never understood that. You know, it's clearly where they come from, and yet what kind of witness are they giving? You know, if we can't show Jesus Christ in our actions and our uh, our attitudes and our, our minds, then how is that going to be incentive to draw people uh, to Jesus Christ? And that's one thing, uh, you know, there's um, uh, a book I've been reading, and it's, one thing it's talking about is the uh, what they call busters, the uh, 12 to 29-year-olds, and, and uh, mosaics they call the uh, 18 to 30 range, and then you have the uh, boomers, 40 to 60 years of age. But one thing that they, they talked about is a lot of younger people have a lot of questions, and they don't understand. They think that we are uh, hate-filled, uh, that we are aggressive, that we are intolerant, and because they have questions and people more in, in general because they don't know how to answer it, get angry and answer it uh, in a hostile way. And it's kind of pushing these individuals away from Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, we need to make a firm stand against those things that are contrary to the Word of God, but we have to always remember, speak that truth of love, showing the love of Jesus Christ within us because, again, we want to draw people to Christ, not repel them. And so we need to be very careful uh, of our attitudes when we are not in church or around people we know from church. And uh, and I understand, you know, uh, there's days when I'm not in a good mood and I get a little aggravated with the cashier going too slow or the food isn't arriving fast enough. It's It, it gets a little frustrating, particularly if you're a fat boy and, and like to eat and you're hungry, you know, it, uh, it, it does happen. But we need to be very, uh, 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 be aware uh, of our actions and attitude because people are watching us. 
And uh, if you're just coming fresh from church and you're going to a restaurant and you're acting like a derriere, what does that speak to not only those, the staff in that restaurant, but to those around them, you know, and that's people, you don't want somebody looking up saying, well, that's the reason why I don't go to church, man. I don't, I don't want that. I know you don't want that either. So let's make sure that we're showing the love of Christ in all areas in every instance that uh, we are in so that we can have an opportunity to witness. Even with our, if we don't even open our mouths, our actions alone will be a witness to those around us. So let's submit to ourselves, to God. Let us fight and resist the devil when he wants to attack. Let us draw close to God daily in prayer and Bible study. Cleansing, asking God to forgive us of our sins. Cleansing, as it says here, your hands, your heart, your mind. And, and purify your heart. Let's not be double-minded. Let us be uh, focused on the things of Jesus Christ. And let's not let have bad attitudes and arrogance uh, to hurt and destroy our witness before other people. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you. We love you and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another wonderful and blessed day that you've given us. Lord, help us uh, to always show a good attitude. Let us always show the essence of Jesus Christ. Lord, let us always be a witness in every area of our lives. And Lord, uh, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose to the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and protect us this day. Be with our parents, teachers, bus drivers, and students. Let them get to school and back safely without any problems or complications. Lord, be with these families in Nashville who are dealing with a heavy loss with uh, their homes or family members. Uh, Lord, help them and be with them in this tragedy. Uh, Lord, I still hope and pray that they'll find this little baby that's missing. And uh, uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll be with those who are battling uh, flu and virus and sicknesses of various kinds bring healing upon them. Be with our first responders, our active military, those being deployed, our police officers. Let them all know that they're needed, loved, and appreciated. Be with our president. And Lord, give protection about him and his family. Give him wisdom, discernment. Let him seek you. And Lord, let touch the hearts and minds of this nation like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals watching this morning. It's always an honor and a pleasure to get to get up and do this. Uh, don't forget, uh, it's Wednesday. Be sure and come and join us tonight at 7 o'clock. And as we dive into God's Word, we've got uh, some, we'll have some praise songs lined up. And uh, our main focus of discussion this evening is tragedies. You know, where where is God in the midst of these tragedies, just like this hurricane or when bad things happen? And, you know, and I think it's something that is relevant and needs to be discussed because I think it confuses some people as, as to why didn't God stop this and, and why did these things happen? So I think it make for a good discussion this evening. So I invite you to come out tonight at 7 o'clock. 118 Julie Lane, and uh, about everybody out. Like I say, I, if you, there are some churches don't have Sunday night, Wednesday night services, so come out and join us. The main thing is we're worshiping, serving God. And I ask you to, to leave your church. I ask you to join our church. I just want people to come and worship. You know, that's, that's what it's about. And, uh, and uh, so I just want to give that open invitation to anyone, everyone and anyone who would like to attend. If you'd like to share these devotions, you can find me at Dr. Young 77 here on uh, Facebook. And if you, I know some people say, well, I, my friends or family don't do Facebook anymore. Hey, go to YouTube, Dr. Matthias Young, and you can subscribe and watch the devotions there. And or you can find me on my Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, audio only, no video, free of charge. You can listen as you're going out and about uh, your day. So I hope everybody has a blessed day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Thank you.